Hey friend, how do you feel around 5 p.m. when whoever is under your roof asks, what's for dinner? Are you able to give an answer with confidence because you know you have both the time and ingredients on hand to prepare it? Or is it a little stress-inducing because, to be honest, you hadn't stopped to think about it yet and have nothing thought and little time? I remember growing up, and every time a certain friend came over, she'd go straight to my kitchen counter and say, I know exactly what you're having for dinner this week. Why? Because my mom had a neatly written note card with the days of the week in the meals she had planned laying there. Well, yeah, I responded. Doesn't everyone know what's for dinner? Apparently not, which is why so many women end up at the grocery store checkout or the carryout line or in front of the microwave at 5.15 p.m. Not only does not having a weekly plan for your meals cost you valuable time, it also costs you money and potentially your health. So today, we're addressing another area of life that needs a routine, meal planning. So that way, you'll always know what's for dinner and not waste time, energy, or your wellness trying to figure it out. Ready to get planning with me? Hey, busy girl. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. Do you wish you were able to actually follow through on intentions and know where God wants you to focus? Do you find yourself looking up daily routines, time management, or life balance? Do you try to stick to your priorities, but find yourself overwhelmed and overcommitted because you said yes yet again? That's not the life he intends for you. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management coach, priorities protector, and recovering to-do list girl. And I get it. I filled my plate with all the things and felt stretched too thin and only half present. I wanted to say no without the guilt so I could be available for what mattered most. But I felt like I didn't have enough time, energy, or self-discipline to make it all happen. Then, God led me to manage my time with faith as a foundation. On this podcast, you'll discover how to know what He's called you to, make the best use of your time, and overcome distractions so you can be more present and lovingly say no. It's time to give your best time and attention to what matters in this season and in light of eternity. Grab something to sip and open up your heart and calendar. I'm about to show you how to redeem your time with God at the center of it all. You ready? Okay, before we jump into meal planning 101, let me ask you, what would happen if you didn't take the time to sit down to fuel your body several times a day? Most likely, you'd be angry, meagry, and hangry. Am I right? Message my kids to ask what their mom was like when I was too busy to take time to eat. Or message your own. Because if you don't intentionally make time to plan your meals, go to the store, and sit down to eat, you're eventually going to peter out. Just like a car without gas. Why? Because you can't run on empty. At least not very long or very well. Now, while you wouldn't let your body go much time without food and drink, We often starve our souls and then wonder why we're a little grumbly and feel like we're not getting anywhere. Because with all the people and things you're called to pour into in this season of midlife, from launching kids to aging parents and everything in between, the truth is you can't pour from an empty cup, just like you can't run on an empty stomach. So if you have to make time to feed your body, wouldn't the same be true for your mind and soul? But what do we as women typically do? We ignore those inner person hunger pangs and just keep soldering on. But you can't serve how you're called very long or very well on empty. 
So if you've ever said or felt like there's just not enough time for you, I'm here to tell you, you don't have time not to. You have to make the time. And since I'm hearing from so many women in this stage of life that you've been living off leftovers with your time for way too long, I decided to put together a guide to give you the permission and direction you need to fill your cup first. Not only does this guide give you the why filling you up matters, it also gives you the how with a printable worksheet and coaching video. You know how good it feels to have the physical energy to do what you want to after a good meal? Imagine being filled up in mind, body, and spirit each day. So that way, you can pour out where you're called to in this season. But don't just imagine it. Experience it. Go grab the new free Fill Your Cup First guide at redeemhertime.com forward slash fill. I can't wait to hear how filling up on the good stuff makes all the difference in and around you. Oh, okay. As I was preparing this episode, I remembered something my once little middle son, who now towers over me at six foot four, said to me one day. (laughs) You know what he said? Mom, I can't wait to grow up and be a mom one day so I can decide what I have for dinner. (laughs) That makes me laugh because, of course, he just assumed it came easy for moms and the only moms got to decide. But I'm sure I don't have to tell you it doesn't. And not every mom is like mine or his with a neatly written note card on the counter or an organized list on the fridge. Way too many of us experience friction and frustration around dinner time. Why? Because you don't have a plan. How do I know? Because this was one of the top areas the members of the Redeem Her Time community answered would feel better in their life with a regular routine because sometimes this area gets a little neglected. I'm reminded of this verse from 1 Corinthians 10, 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Our lives and our time are to glorify him in all things, including what we put in our mouth. So doesn't it make sense that since he made our bodies to need food and drink, that we would make the best use of our time in doing that so that that way we can honor him? Yes. So first, let's look at the problem. Not having a plan till 5 p.m. or even taking the time to decide day after day is a big waste of time. Not only are you wasting time deciding, finding ingredients, running to the store, trying to cater to everyone's orders at the last minute, but you are experiencing what they call decision fatigue. Because let's be honest, you make a lot of decisions in your day. So by this time in your day, you're probably not thinking as clearly as you would have earlier. And what do we do? When we don't feel like making a decision, we default to comfort, convenience, or carry out, or maybe a bowl of cereal. So instead of wasting time deciding, then driving, then becoming a short order cook, what if you actually had a plan, a way to save money, time, and invest in your wellness and the relationships of those you're sharing a meal with? Well, my friend, that's possible because when you have a routine for any area of your life, It always saves you time, money, energy, and frustration. So first, let's jump into the two simple parts of a weekly meal plan, the what and the when. First, let's look at the what. Here's some questions that you need to answer. What does your week hold? Do you have time for a hot sit-down breakfast? Or is everyone going to eat on their own or grab and go? Now, back to my growing up days. We literally all sat down at oh dark 30 
to have a hot cooked breakfast every single morning. Bless you, mom, but my kids usually got something cold or on their way out the door. Are you going to be home for lunch or do you need to pack a lunch? Do things need to be portable? Do you have time at dinner time to wait for the grill to fire up or the oven to preheat? Or does it just need to be prepped ahead so you can pop it in somewhere to reheat? Let me just give you permission that not every day has to be a five-star gourmet meal. But if you do enjoy that, just make sure you plan it on a day when you have the time. The next question to answer is, what mouths are you feeding? Is it just you in this season? Or you and your spouse? Or you and your spouse and a few others living under your roof? Don't become a short order cook where you're making one meal for your hubby or family and another one for you. What meals can everyone enjoy? And what can you do to make them adaptable, aka not all be mixed up in the same casserole dish? I highly recommend you find two to three breakfast and lunch ideas and five to ten dinner ideas that you can rotate. Keep it in mind, some days you'll have leftovers and once in a while have a meal out. And no worries, nobody gets bored because you can change up the rotation every month or so. Next, what meals are in alignment with your wellness goals? It's really important to think about what we're putting in our body and how it's going to affect us. The three most common health goals in midlife are losing weight, building muscle, and gaining energy. So think ahead about what you're eating. Do your research, or better yet, Get a wellness coach like mine, Michelle, on the Treasured Wellness Podcast. I know that right now she's offering a food and lifestyle review, so that might be exactly what you need to make sure what you're eating is in alignment with where you want to go with your wellness. Then last, what ingredients or staples do you need to have on hand? It's really helpful to have a list of those weekly needs, right? And then you can add in the other ingredients. Because once you decide on those two to three breakfast and lunch ideas, and the five to 10 dinner ideas that are in the current rotation, then you might wanna make a note card for each one and write the ingredients on the back. So that way you don't have to go back and find that blog post you thought you saved and then have to scroll through all the backstory and pictures when you just want to jump to the recipe and get cooking. So those are a few things to answer under the what category. Then we have the when. When will you block off time to meal plan? Remember, if it's not planned, it probably doesn't happen or doesn't happen well. So you're going to need to mark off time to preview and plan out the week and to make your list. If you're keeping it simple, you should be able to do all of that in about 30 minutes. The next one is when will you get your groceries? Are you going to push a cart, pick up Instacart, or have it delivered? Are you gonna do that once a week or are you gonna do it more often? When you think ahead, you can actually save time and money so you're not running to the store all the time. So I'm gonna encourage you to make your when very specific. What is the day and what is the time? Most likely it's gonna happen in one of your pour outs, but is it gonna be on a weekday or a weekend? No matter when it is, it will be easier if you keep it consistent. And the last when is when will you preview the day to prep or make adjustments? Cause you may need to get meat out of the freezer, chop the veggies, marinate something ahead, all the things to make that meal prep faster or even possible. Or maybe you wake up that day and you discover that plans changed and you don't have the time that you thought you did. So you can just move things around. But if you think through and plan out your what and your when, then your system should run smoothly. Recently, I was talking with a friend 
who told me she was spending too much time meal planning. So she asked how I do it, and I thought, let me give you a behind-the-scenes peek at my weekly meal planning routine as an example that you might want to grab some ideas from. And then we'll dive into making your own. So for me, my meal plan time block is on Thursdays. That's when I look ahead at the next week. Now, right now it's just me and my hubby with an occasional kid at home for a short time. So I'm taking a look at his work schedule and my meetings. Then I've kept breakfast and lunch really simple. He grabs a yogurt and some fruit on his way out the door and takes the lunch that I packed the night before because I don't like packing any food in the morning. For me, I keep things really simple as well. I make a protein shake with berries and granola for my breakfast. And then for lunch, I have a salad or veggies with hummus and protein. And then dinners? Oh my goodness, I have discovered a formula called the Fab Four. I think I discovered it over five years ago, and I will never go back to the chopping, measuring, stirring, baking, waiting for 45 minutes every night. And what I love about it is it allows my husband and I to make our plates look a little different that are in alignment with our health goals and the portions that we want. So let me quick tell you about the Fab Four, and then I will make sure to put a link to this in the show notes. The Fab Four are protein, fiber, healthy fat, greens and veggies. So it's super simple. When I'm planning out my meal, I decide first, what protein will we have? Usually it's chicken, beef, salmon, or turkey. Then what kind of fiber am I going to include? Maybe I have some beans somewhere, definitely some steamed veggies. What about the fat? Well, avocados, nuts, seeds, olive oil, avocado oil are definitely my go-tos. And greens? That's easy. I just make sure I have a salad. So I'm not looking up recipes. I'm not trying to measure and chop and bake and wait and all those things unless I really want to. It's a simple way for me to meal plan. And then I've created a printable grocery list where I circle the items as needed and then I can add my special ingredients. And what I love is that having a pre-printed list helps trigger those things that you might otherwise have forgotten and found yourself back in line at the grocery store to pick up. Okay, here's one of my favorite things. About two years ago, I discovered Instacart when I was shopping for my hubby's event, and I did not want to push a cart around the store to shop for 40 guys. Well, the next weekend was our women's retreat, which I also was in charge of getting food for. And then they sent me a coupon, and let me just say, I've never gone back. What I love is I can sit in my house in front of my fridge and make my list, and then they even save my list. And when I do that on Thursday, it gives me a day to add to my cart. So that way, if I forgot something or made a change in plans, I can always adjust. And then pick up. Well, I do that either Friday or Saturday morning, depending on which morning I'm going into town for appointments or errands. And I have a promise I make to myself, just like with my laundry, that when I come home, I'm going to wash and prep the fruit and veggies, put everything away and do any prep I need to for the next week. So that's how I make my meal planning really simple. And if you have any questions for me about it, I would invite you to come inside the community and ask me those questions because let's be honest, this is something that needs to happen on the daily. So why not have a really simple routine that takes all the emotion and the decision out of it? Okay, now it is time to create your weekly meal plan routine so that you can save time You can save money, you can save on your health and your frustration. If you've been listening for the last couple of weeks, 
we're in a series around systems for reoccurring tasks or needs. Because I believe if something happens more than once, it needs to live in a routine. So that way you're not reinventing the wheel. In episode 169, we talked about taming your time with calendar management so you can preview and plan your week. In episode 171, we talked about reclaiming your time and creating a healthy phone time routine because, well, let's be honest, we all know that our phone sucks up way too much of our time. In episode 173, we mastered our paper piles and talked about how we can create a weekly routine or a daily one to make sure that they don't pile up. So the same five steps we've been talking about all along apply to the weekly meal plan. And I figure, since this is something that needs to happen on the regular, we might as well create a routine around it. So let me walk you through the five steps and feel free to pause and map out what your meal plan looks like, or you can wait until the end. Step one, identify the problem. Well, we got to eat every week, right? We have to get groceries and prepare food. So again, you might as well make it a routine so you don't react in the moment and choose comfort, convenience, or carry out, or a bowl of cereal again. What are your needs in this season? What are the areas of friction where you're running into problems? Is it that you just don't have a plan? Is it that you need a specific meal plan for certain health reasons or health goals? Is it that you have multiple mouths to feed with lots of different taste buds? Is it that you have way too many on-the-go evenings? I want you to stop and pause and ask, where are you running into issues around your meals? Step number two is to uncover the root. We always want to get underneath what looks like the problem to discover what's really the issue. Is it because you're not making time to plan ahead? Is it because you don't have the ingredients on hand that you need? Is it that you have too many cooks or opinions in the kitchen? Is it laziness or perhaps gluttony? What's really underneath the friction area around food for you in this season? Once you've identified the problem and uncovered the root, now you can start to plan out the steps that would actually make this flow way smoother. I would start with your breakfast, lunch, and dinner options and how you're going to have quick access to those ingredient lists. What staples do you need to buy on a weekly basis that you can have pre-printed? And what additional things do you need to add for each week? Then, how are you actually going to do your shopping and pick up and putting everything away? When you plan out the steps, then it's just a matter of taking one step after the next. Step number four is always my favorite because what we don't make time for doesn't happen. So step number four is block the time. The first step in planning is planning a time to plan. So when in your week will you commit to doing that, ideally before the week begins? Then when will you shop or pick up? If you can make that a consistent time each week, I promise it will save you time and money running back and forth through the checkout. And step number five, invite the support. If it's just you at home, well then, it's all on you. But if you've got a spouse, grown kids, or extended family under the roof in this season, invite them to be part of the planning. Maybe they can be part of the pickup, the prep, or the cleanup. There's no reason that you need to be the only one in the kitchen. And chances are, they'll enjoy being part of the decision process and more willing to take some load off your shoulders. So now that you have a routine, how does it feel? Now that's something you need to decide on every single day, like what's for dinner, will no longer send you to hiding in the closet or wandering the freezer aisle. And instead of wasting time trying to decide in the moment or even in the morning, 
you'll have all that wasted time, money, and energy back to invest in what really matters, like your wellness and relationships with those you love. I can't wait to hear, how does it feel to have a plan to meal plan for your week? And how will a simple routine for something that needs to happen on the daily make your time in life more efficient? So here's today's community question. What's one what or when you'll include in your meal plan routine? I invite you to come join us inside the Redeem Her Time community to not only share your ideas, but also to pick up some ideas from others. So head over to redeemhertime.com forward slash community and you can join us. So since everything we do is to be to his glory, let me pray and ask him to bless this area of our life. Dear Lord, thank you that you are concerned about every area of our life, that whether we eat or drink or whatever we do, that it's all done to your glory. God, you gave us bodies that need to take time to eat and to drink and to be given what they need to fill up. So Lord, I pray that you help us to make wise decisions, wise decisions with our time, wise decision with what goes on our fork, wise decision with the way we spend the time, even while we're enjoying the meal with the people that you have put in our life in this season. And Lord, I pray that for that woman who's listening today, who maybe has been experiencing some frustration or struggle or friction around this area, that you give her wisdom and insight and a willingness to step out and to start doing things differently. And God, I thank you again that you are always with us, even in these little everyday mundane things, and that there are other like-minded women out there who are also seeking to glorify you in all that we do. May we make even our meal planning be an area of worship. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, as you think about filling up your stomach each day, don't forget to fill your cup first with that brand new free guide and coaching video at redeemhertime.com forward slash fill. I'll put the link in the show notes. I promise you and everyone around you will feel the difference. Okay, friend, I'll see you over inside the Redeem Her Time community where we'll talk more about this. Thanks for joining me for this episode. And until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So, what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real-life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.